Welcome to the Silver and Maturepreneur Podcast, a podcast for and by women over 50, providing safe building strategies for the female entrepreneur looking to achieve higher levels of productivity, capacity, and growth, where we strive to focus on God's agenda while building our business to serve our community with excellence. Welcome to the podcast. Many of you, myself included, are praying the prayer of Jabez. Okay, maybe you're you're asking God to enlarge your ministry, your business, your career, your reach. Perhaps you're asking God for victory and prosperity in your endeavors, uh, that your life will be marked for increase. You know that there's a calling on your life. You know that God wants you to reach more people for the kingdom. You believe that this is a season for you to prosper. You know he wants you to expand your reach. You've been asking God to show you how, when, where. Perhaps he's even given you a glimpse of what that looks like. You love God. You've prayed about it. You have the faith. It's even on your vision board. But maybe you're wondering what happened. Maybe you didn't reach those goals in 2016. Maybe you're wondering, why is this taking so long for this to manifest? Well, if this is you, you're in the right place today. Now, this is going to be just a few short minutes, perhaps 15 to 20 minutes, maybe even less. But this call is to encourage and empower you. It encouraged and empowered me as I was even going through it. Even I began thinking about perhaps not this is not just for others, it's for me as well. And I say that because it's 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 been it's been encouraging to me. This morning as I was going over this to prepare for this call as I was going over everything, I, I thought, wow, God, this is, this is me. I've been asking you for increase. I've been asking you to show me the when, the why, the how, the where. So what we're going to do today uh, in this short few uh, minutes of time, we're just going to cover a few scriptures that provide some key principles that I believe will be very helpful. So I hope you're at a place where you can at least jot down a few scriptures um, and, you know, don't forget to put your phones on mute, but be prepared to take a few notes. Uh, this, this, this call is being recorded, so there will be a link uh, that I will share with you so that you can listen to it again. Maybe you miss, you know, a few pieces or maybe you uh, are at a place where you cannot, you, you know, you need to go through it again. So the first scripture I want to share with you, well, first let me just share the, 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 the context here. Because what we're talking about here is enlarging your tent, expanding your territory. And I believe that there are three things that we should keep in mind when we're asking God to expand our territory. So the first principle I wanted us to extract from 
uh, is from Genesis 41 and 33. When Joseph interpreted the dream for Pharaoh in, in Genesis 41 and 33, uh, so just go back and read that. Uh, it's 41, 33 through the end of that chapter. So the dream was a warning that there was a famine coming. And the Pharaoh could not find anyone to interpret this dream. He looked everywhere. He, he, he had this dream, and he was wondering, what, does, what in the world does that dream mean? And so he looked, you know, everywhere to try to find someone to help him to figure out what does this dream mean. So finally, you know, if you go back and look at the scripture and, and look at everything that took place, uh, Joseph was the one that was able to bring interpretation and clarification of the dream. But I don't even want to spend so much time on the fact that he brought about clarification and interpretation of the dream. The point that I want to make here is that there was a strategy and an execution on how to survive the famine that was coming. Because the dream was about, the God was warning Pharaoh in the dream about a famine that Egypt was going to experience. And so when Joseph interpreted that dream for him, not only did he give him the interpretation and the clarification of the dream, he gave him a strategy and a plan of execution. If you go back and read that, in Genesis 41, 33 through the end of that uh, chapter there, there was a strategy outlined of everything that they needed to do in order to survive this famine. And this is, this is what bring, this brings me to my first point. A lot of times we experience stress and frustration, stag we become stagnant. And it's not because God hasn't told us what to do. It, it, it's not that we haven't read the word. It's not that, you know, even our faith. It, a lot of times we don't, a lot of times it's due to a lack of preparation. Because if you read that, that scripture, when you go back and read that, that scripture, there was, in that scripture, God gave a promise. However, there was preparation and administration that had to take place. So my first point here is that if you want God to increase your territory, if you're asking God, God, please increase my, my territory, give me expansion, give me more clients, give me more you know, exposure, you must be willing to prepare for the increase. Prepare for the increase. That may mean that you may need to put systems in place in your business. 
so that you're in a position to handle the new business opportunities, the new clients, the increase that you're, that you're asking for. If it's in ministry, that may mean you have to, maybe you need to take some courses. Maybe you need to be mentored or, or coached by someone. But the point here is that perhaps there needs to be some preparation that takes place before you can occupy that increase or occupy that place of increase that God has called you to. So that is, uh, and, and I, I encourage you to go back and look through this, because when I was looking at that, I, I sat there and I really had to think about it myself. I thought, have I really prepared myself for increase? If I was to get 10 clients as a result of my efforts, Am I really even prepared for those 10 clients? Have, have I listened to God in terms of the, the plan to be prepared for all of these clients that I'm asking for or for the expansion of my business? So again, if you want God to increase your territory, be willing to prepare or make preparation for the increase. Now let me go to my, my second point because that was, that was my first one. Now I want you to go to 2 Kings and, and maybe, like I said, you can just jot this down. This is actually one of my favorite uh, passages, 2 Kings 4, 1 through 7. It's one of my favorite passages, and this is going to further illustrate my point. Because, and, and, and let me say this as well, I, I'm... I want you to go back and read the scripture, not just, and see what you get out of it, not just listen to me talk about, you know, the scripture, but go back and read these scriptures that I'm going to be sharing with you because I want you to really extract the principles here because I think if you go back and extract the principles that, and, and, and pull out the principles that, that I'm sharing here, I really believe that at the, at the end of it all, you'll be more prepared and you'll get an answer as to how, when, and where you can go through, go through this process of expanding your tent and how you can get answers as far as why you haven't received anything so far. Okay, so let's look at 2 Kings 4, 1 through 7. And again, this is one of my favorite passages because, because I, like I said, it will further illustrate my point. In this passage, this passage was about, was about a widow who was in need of a blessing, okay? And it was because the creditors were coming to take her sons as slaves. Back in that, back in that day, in those times uh, when there was a repayment for debt that was owed, they, were, they would come and take your kids if you didn't pay off the debt. So she cries out to the prophet Elijah for help. But notice there, and you know what, let me, let me because I'm, I'm, I'm saying this and I'm not even, I need to get, perhaps get to the scripture myself, but I didn't want to be on here very long. I just wanted to give you just a few nuggets. But anyway, 
she cries out to the prophet Elijah for help. But notice his response was, what do you have? Because when she went to, to the prophet Elijah, she was like, okay, Elijah, you know, and maybe she didn't say it that way, but she said, you know my husband was very honorable, was very, you know, respectful. He loved God. But they're coming to get my kids because I owe a debt, and I'm not able to repay this debt. So his response to her was, what do you have? What is it that you have that you can use to get the process started, right? So her response was, all I have is a small jar of olive oil, just a small jar of olive oil. So he didn't say, okay, let me come in, let me get this for you, let me, you know, make this happen for you. He, all he did was ask her, what did she have? Now, I know that if you're like me, you've heard many teachings on this, okay? And depending on where you are, you can get many different perspectives from this scripture, and I've read this over and over and over, and every time i got to tell you I get something different because a lot of times God is speaking to me about another, you know, about something else, okay? So his response was, I'm sorry, she, she responded, all I have is a small jar of oil. So what happens after that? He followed up with what? A plan for her to execute. She had to start with what she had. Not only did she administer, administer the plan, but she was able to pay off her debt and live off the rest. Okay, live off the rest. And here's what I want to say to you about that. God has given you a purpose He's given you a plan to administer or bring about the vision that he's given to you. But he's not a genie. He's not going to just, you go to him, you rub the bottle, and poof, you, you know, blink your eyes or what, what it, whatever, and all of a sudden it just appears before you. That's not how God operates. We all have a part to play in the execution of the plan, Okay. Now, I'm not saying that he will always lay out the plan, um, the, the, you know, every detail of the plan, because sometimes what he will do, he'll just give us one simple step to take toward the vision, one simple step. And all we have to do is take that one step that he's calling you to do. And then you can see God move. So that brings me to my second point. The first point was um, if you want God to increase your territory, you must be willing to prepare for the increase. My second point is if you want God to increase your territory, you must be willing to accompany your faith with action. 
to administer the plan. Okay? We, are, we, we have faith. I know I speak to a lot of you, and I know you have faith. I have faith. But sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, God, okay, I have the faith. I know what your promise is in the word. I, 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 you know, I, I get that, but I don't see anything happening. Sometimes he just wants you to take the first step. That's all, the first step. So be willing to accompany your faith with action and administer a plan. James 2 and 17 says, faith without works is dead, right? So let me move on to uh, the second one because this is this scripture here is what really ministered to me. And even this morning, uh, as I was reading it, I was really in tears because I felt like this is exactly where I am. So I'm actually I'm going to read this scripture, and it comes from Isaiah 54. 1 through 3, and as I'm looking at my time, I don't want to run out of time. I, I didn't want this call to be more than 30 minutes, so i got about 10 minutes to go ahead and unpack this thing. So in Isaiah 54, 1 through 3, God speaks to Israel through the prophet Isaiah, right? <clears throat> Israel was unfruitful like a childless woman, but God would permit her to have many. So here's the scripture. Sing, O childless woman, you who have never given birth. Break into a loud and joyful song, O Jerusalem, you who have never been in labor. For the desolate woman now has more children than the woman who lives with her husband, says the Lord. But this, this is the part here that... I really want you to listen to. I will, really want you to go back and read this. It says, enlarge your house, build an addition. And this is a version, I think this is NLV. I can't remember. I'll, I'll read the other version. But it says, enlarge your house, build an addition, spread out your home, and spare no expense. For you will soon be bursting at the, at the seams. Your descendants will occupy other nations and resettle the ruined cities. Cities, Excuse me. Here's another version of that. Sing, barren woman, you who have never bore a child, burst into a song, shout for joy. You, will, you, who never, you who were never in labor, because more are the children of the desolate woman than of her who has a husband, says the Lord. Verse 2. Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen the cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispossess nations and settle there uh, in their uh, desolate cities. Now, Here's the point that I want to make about this. If you want God to increase your territory, you must be willing to check your capacity. Check your capacity. Okay? Now, there are two ways 
to increase your capacity. Enlarge the container or eliminate the contents. Okay? Now, let me share a little bit of what has happened uh, as I've been, you know, reading this. Even this morning, and I just have to kind of write some of this down so I can share, share with you guys because I didn't want to uh, miss anything. Some of you may know my husband and I just moved to South Carolina. One of the things that my husband was very adamant about was that some of the stuff that we had was not going to be going with us. We knew that God was telling us to move. We've been asking God to enlarge our territory. We didn't, what we didn't really know was that we were going to have to move out of the state. Or maybe my husband knew it. I, I, I wasn't sure about that because there were times when he talked about, you know, moving out of the state, and I just wasn't ready. But it, my point here is that if you're going to be asking God for increase, be willing to look at your current ability to handle the increase or your capacity to handle the increase. Ask yourself, and, I, and I'm telling you, I've had to ask myself the same thing. Ask yourself, are you able to handle more clients? Do you have the right systems in place, the right processes in place right now? If you were to get two new clients today or in the next week, are you willing to make room for the expansion by eliminating some of the contents? Okay? One of the things that we had to do, we had to eliminate some stuff. Some of the stuff, when we packed, you know, put this, got ready to move and begin packing, I had to eliminate some stuff. I had to part with some stuff, some contents. Okay? And the thing is this. If, if you're not willing to eliminate some of the contents or if you're not willing to check the capacity to enlarge the container or eliminate the contents, you're not going to have the energy or the resources. So a lot of us are sitting here waiting for God to enlarge our tent and expand our territory and we're not even willing to eliminate anything what we're doing is a lot of us and this is what I felt like God was telling me a lot of us are not even willing to go through the process to do this because verse number two says enlarge the place of your tent right? Enlarge the place of your day. I didn't want to move, okay? I didn't want to move. But at the end of the day, when my husband and I started talking about it, it was like, okay, we're going to have to move because what we're asking for God to do is not here in Texas. Now, I am not at all suggesting that you move. All I'm saying is that perhaps Part of the reason why you're not hearing anything from God is because you're not willing to move to wherever that is. Now, now maybe for you that may be, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I, it may be that you need to do a different type of business or I'm not, you know, I'm not sure. But 
the thing is, and again, I, I kind of lost my place, but this is what I really wanted to say. A lot of us, we go through this process. Okay, so it says, enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen the cords, strengthen your stakes. Okay, a lot of us, will, we may do, and we may enlarge the tent, but we don't strengthen our stakes. Because the whole thing about strengthening our stakes is that there's going to be pressure. So if we're asking God to give us, you know, more clients or expand our territory, enlarge our tent, we have to have the capacity in order to hold that because if we just go about enlarging the place or moving or stretching the curtains without preparing to uh, strengthen the stakes, which is going to help us to hold the pressure of, of more clients, then we're going to miss it. We're going to miss it. Okay? We're going, to, we're, we're going to miss it. So ask yourself these questions. And really, uh, I mean, there's so much more that I wanted to say about this, but I, I wanted to share a little bit about what I felt like God was, was telling me in this. Because one of the things that, you know, I do in my business is I go back and I review my business plan. I take a look at it to see if I'm on track, if, if there's some of the things that, you know, I was planning to, to do at the end of the year. Maybe they fell by the wayside or I dropped the ball or what have you. Or sometimes when I go through this, it was like, well, that really wasn't a part of, you know, my God's divine plan. Okay? So... <clears throat> I, quite honestly, got off track this year. I fell into the same track that some, some other people fall into, people that I talk to fall into. I see this all the time. You start out with one thing or an idea, and then you end up off course with other shiny objects. It is exhausting. I, and I said to myself, I'm not doing that this time. I'm not doing that. So here's the thing. Are you willing to make room for the expansion that God has promised? Because he's already promised it, okay? You got the faith. God has the word. You are leaning in. You're, you're, you're holding on to what God has said that he has promised you, right? But are you willing to make room for the expansion by eliminating some of the contents? Are you willing to get others to help you in areas that you are weak in? Or, do you, or, or, or are you going to go into 2017 having the same mindset that you had this year that really didn't get you anywhere? Right? It didn't get you anywhere. So you're going to be doing the same thing, the same way, getting the same results. And like I said, one of the things that it, it was really ministering to me, and it, I'm telling you, it brought me to tears. I wrote two books in a couple, you know, a couple of years ago, 21 Days to Living Clutter-Free and Kingdom Focus, a, devotion, a devotional. And I also wrote a book called Seven Disciplines of Productivity, which is a biblical, biblical guide to productivity. Those books were to be a foundation for my business and my coaching programs. But I got off track. 
and I was reminded of where what God had placed in me, my purpose, who I am called to reach, and instead, what was I doing? I was dabbling in other types of services, thinking that I would supplement my business with additional streams of income. Now, let me say this. There is nothing wrong with additional streams of income, okay? But some of us stretch the tent and begin enlarging the container without strengthening the stakes. We cannot build a foundation in our business with the idea, without thinking this thing through. You got to let it produce something before you start moving to something else. Stop looking at others, the success of other people and jumping ship. I, I've done that. It doesn't work. Okay, it just doesn't work. So stay focused on what God has called you to do. Okay, I am going through the process of eliminating some of the contents. I've got ebooks and programs and all this kind of stuff on my hard drive, on my hard drive, on my computer. I've got to eliminate some stuff so that God can clearly speak to me so that I can have a more streamlined approach to my business for 2017. And that's what I want to challenge you to do today. Be willing to prepare for the increase. Be willing to accompany your faith with action and administer the plan. And be willing to check your capacity. Hi, this is Aldrema Harper, and thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you got value for where you are in your entrepreneurial endeavor. And if you'd like to know more about how I can further serve you, simply go to CoachDrema.com. Again, that's CoachDrema.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Have an amazing day.